Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. that <laughs> what's going on everybody welcome to film code my name is phoenix cloud and join once again finally <laughs> are the two greatest co-hosts in the world welcome back zach sneef zach how are you sir man i'm doing great i feel like i haven't seen you guys in forever so i'm excited to get to talk to you guys about a movie today yeah <laughs> and of course rejoining us once again gracing us with his presence, our season three cold breaking champion, the one and only Sir Brandon. How are you, sir? Man, I am doing good, Phoenix. It's you know, like like Zach said, it's it's great to be back. Um, we did our Truman Show episode, I think, like four and a half weeks ago, and we just <laughs> we've been trying and trying and trying to get a recording together. It's just uh, Phoenix went to TIFF, um, which um, for our listeners. We got invited to TIFF this year, which was insane. The Toronto International Film Festival, which blew my mind. And it's crazy how far we've come with this podcast. And like this, all this would not be possible without you guys' support. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, But yeah, it's it's going to be back, Phoenix. Um, I'm excited to dive into the movie we're talking about. And yeah, it's good to see you guys. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh... A four-week hiatus. I forgot what you guys looked like. <laughs> and uh and of course, now that I now that we're back, uh I must remark that Zach still has wonderful hair. Uh, <laughs> so uh Tiff was amazing, long, arduous, uh, but saw some incredible, incredible movies uh that will eventually be making their way uh to audiences hopefully this year um it i'll i'll mention one of them in my what's good because it was probably my favorite movie of the entire festival um but yeah we'll get to that we are officially kicking off our spooky season october is around the corner and we decided we're going back and revisiting some classic horror films and we start with probably one of the greatest Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. Here we have a quiet little motel, when in fact it has now become known as the scene of the crime. (laughs) This is my, I can't believe I'm saying this. I kind of feel embarrassed saying this. This is my very first Alfred Hitchcock film. I've not seen any of Hitchcock's work. So, uh, Diving in on on what is probably one of his most uh, iconic films uh, was was a nice little uh, stepping stone, I guess you could say, into Alfred Hitchcock. So um, this this was a very exciting time for me. Uh, Brandon, what about you? Had had you seen Psycho before? Uh, I had not seen Psycho before. Um, oh. Yeah. So uh, diving into this, this was really really good to watch. Uh, however, this was not my first. Um, Alfred Hitchcock film. I, I know I need to watch Hitchcock, but um, my very first Hitchcock film, which I think is in my top 20 of all time, is North by Northwest. I love mm. that movie. Um, <laughs> and we need to save that. I, I, I We need to make that a whole recording, because that movie is just really well done. But um, but yeah, no, Psycho, this was a first time viewing for me. I've been pushing it off forever. I had seen, I, I guess you can call it the memes, because, I mean, meme culture gets everything nowadays. Um <laughs> Well, yeah, no, they, they, um, I had, I had watched so many clips from this movie, but I had never sat down and watched the full thing until now. And yeah, I was, I was really, really satisfied with it. It's amazing too, because it's like, I feel like I know this movie through the memes, but then when I sat down and watched it, I realized I was like, oh, I have no context exactly. for any of this. So yeah, it was, it was an interesting experience. Zach, what about you? Is this your first viewing of Psycho? It's my also my uh, first viewing of any Alfred Hitchcock film. This is I haven't watched any before this, so nice. 
Yeah, I really um, wasn't sure what to expect going into it. And I don't, I actually haven't seen any of the memes from the movie. Mm. So, so this was all brand new to you. Oh, yeah, it was all brand new. It was great. <laughs> well, yeah, so, uh, yeah, we're all looking at looking through at this movie through uh, wide eyes. First time, like, yeah, this is my first Hitchcock. I don't know why it's taking me so long to watch Alfred Hitchcock films. I've heard about Rear Window and Vertigo and North by Northwest, which I I think I'm gonna go on a Hitchcock spree probably a little sooner. Because um, yeah, yeah, like I think I think he's probably one of our more uh, celebrated directors, and I've seen so so few of his work um but psycho stars uh janet lee and i i have to get this guy's name because he was in a lot of these a lot of psycho movies uh <laughs> anthony perkins also stars john gavin and vera miles and martin balsam so uh this story is about a real estate clerk named marion crane uh who you know having a regular everyday life some fast talking you know a uh, real estate buyer wants to buy something he hands her 40,000 in cash her boss tells her like don't leave that here you know take that to the bank and instead of taking it to the bank she tries to run off with it and in running off she finds herself at the Bates motel where she meets Norman Bates and hears about his mother. And that is the premise of Psycho. I don't know if you never heard that that before. You like you must be like us. But uh <laughs> this movie came out in 1960. <laughs> so yeah, that we are we are behind the curve on that one. It also went on to be nominated for four Academy Awards. It is the only, well, not the only, but it was one of the uh few horror films to ever break into the academy uh and and get nominations it, it got a nomination for janet lee it also got alfred hitchcock his fifth director nomination so um little uh, a pretty celebrated film uh and now we are here i guess we can say non-spoiler if you haven't seen this movie in 53 years like us 63 uh, <laughs> 63, yes. If you haven't seen the movie in 63 years like us, uh, non-spoiler, uh, Brandon, what did you think of Saka? Man, uh, right off the bat, just I, I I love when a horror film isn't just straight up jump scares. Mm -hmm. And I think this did it very well. Um, this was one of those films where it, it did keep you on the edge of your seat because you had no clue what was going to happen. But it's more of a psychological thriller than a horror. And I mm -hmm. love that um yeah just the performances were insane um the camera work man alfred hitchcock does not fail with his camera work oh my god um <laughs> that slow zoom at the very end of the movie i'm not gonna say what happens until we dive into spoilers but oh my gosh it's so good um the, the soundtrack is I, oh, I, I i i sound like josh peck here when he's like he's like when the soundtrack was killer because i mean it's a killer movie um right. the popcorn was popping i feel like josh peck here uh from jake and josh but yeah no just everything worked in this film um yeah yeah uh zach what about you you're muted yeah sorry no, you I thought I unmuted. Uh no, I would agree with Brandon. And uh I mean I was really surprised. I went in not like I said, not sure what to expect. And I will say the one thing I do recognize, funnily enough, which we, we should talk about this, is the music. Mm. The score. I've heard that so many places. I never realized, oh, that's from Psycho. Uh -huh. Yeah, that yeah, dun, dun dun dun. Like I didn't realize that came from that movie. And it's a very iconic score. Uh, that's Bernard. what I was gonna say. Yeah, Bernard um, Herman did it. Yeah, it's yeah, it that was great. I love that score just because it is so iconic, and I never realized that's where it came from. But yeah, the movie was fantastic. 
I mean, if I'm thinking watching this back in 1960, like, you know, not seeing anything like we've seen today, I mean, this had to be a banger. Like, it had to be like something no one's like really seen. So, I mean, Alfred Hitchcock really was visionary in like what he wanted to do. And obviously, so many people have followed in his footsteps since the release of Psycho with horror films, thriller films, and stuff like that. So overall, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. And yeah, I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah, like um <laughs> yeah, that that score, like yeah, obviously Bernard Herman iconic score that that was probably the only name i recognized when the credits rolled out like outside of hitchcock i was just like i don't know any of these people i don't know you know saying obviously you know this is 1960 i don't have the context for it um but you're you're 100 right in how it was received in 1960 like horror films were really different in that era like they were very much what we would consider b-movie schlock today that's what all they that's all they were <laughs> like like yeah. you know what I'm saying like they the movies that were coming out around that time the horror movies that were coming out around that time we wouldn't even consider b-movie we'd be like those are c and d movie <laughs> like yeah. like type of schlock that that they have now so alfred hitchcock was known as a master of horror and suspense and Psycho was huge, like huge in terms of like how it played in the theaters. Like um, Janet Lee was a big star at the time. And the the fact that she's killed like 40 minutes into the movie was unprecedented. Mm-hmm. Like you, the idea of killing off your big star midway through the movie was so unprecedented that... Um, Hitchcock put in like for his like promo for the film he put in like you couldn't be late to the theater <laughs> like like if you were late to the theater you weren't admitted because y- you 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 might risk not seeing this character anymore so like that was something that they they put in the promotion uh just because of just because of doing something like that mm-hmm. it's something that like even now today like if we were to see that, we'd be like, whoa, that's kind of crazy. Cause you know, like you use this person through the promo and they're gone like 20, 30 minutes into the film. Like that's insane. So it's something that, that we wouldn't even do to, still to this day. Like I, I think of like a movie like Ready or Not with like Samara Weaving. Like imagine if, you know, all the promo that you saw building up to that movie, imagine if she was gone in like the first 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, you know what I'm saying? So it'd be like kind of crazy, but yeah. That, Zach, that's have you what... seen the uh, Ready or Not? Um, I don't know if I have or not, dude. That's worth a watch. It's a fun okay. movie. Yeah, very, very I, I don't fun. know if I have. <laughs> yeah, but um, a little fun fact. Um, I actually visited Universal Studios Hollywood last year and mm. did the uh, the backlot tour, and mm. I got to. I actually they drove me past the uh, the base motel. And the house, like where exactly where Psycho was filmed. That's so like, pretty God, cool. It was so cool to see <laughs> prior to even seeing the movie. But like after seeing the film, I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I've seen those places and I've been there. That's awesome. That's, that's cool. Like, like that, that's that's just too cool. <laughs> I, would, I would love that. And like the crazy part to me is that he couldn't get this movie made. Like studios legit didn't want to make Psycho. What? Which is absurd. <laughs> that's the like that's crazy. He had to pay out of pocket to make this movie, and you, you got to be like, I don't know. Look, maybe maybe it turned out for the better because, you know, he didn't have a lot of studio interference. He didn't, you know, he got to use his own techniques, you know, without without a lot of oversight. And sometimes that that doesn't work. But I mean, when you're dealing with Alfred Hitchcock, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like stellar. Uh, you mentioned like the direction of this movie, uh, like Alfred Hitchcock getting his fifth director nod is completely warranted because the stuff he does in this movie, like d- directing wise, 
the, the shots, the angles, just the way that it's done is pristine. <laughs> like, like it's so well done. Like, I don't I don't want to jump to that scene, but like just the way like he hides characters and shadows and stuff, it, it's really, really well done. And you know, as a horror film, which you 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 mentioned like this is but kind of isn't, like we don't see a lot of blood. Like for for that era, obviously, mm-hmm. like you don't really need it, but like you know, we're so used to like gratuitous uh bloodletting. So like, but for this movie to work. The blood doesn't isn't vital, right? We just need to see the character reactions and how it's done, and and stuff like that. And I think he just shot it incredibly well. Yeah, I was gonna say I he doesn't need a lot of blood because I was watching that movie and I was like, I, I don't know about you guys, but for me, I was like nervous the entire <laughs> movie. I was just like. <laughs> Is something gonna happen? <laughs> like, I was waiting for the jumps here, and that that that's what tells you I'm I like I'm like trying to prepare myself. Right, that's what so many movies today do, and I'm like, okay, wait, is it coming now? Is it coming now? And it never <laughs> does. But you're just like anticipating it, and it's just like, what the heck? Yeah, that's what makes this film so great. Yeah, current day too. It's because yeah. you because your brain is conditioned to be like, okay, this is a horror movie. I'm gonna expect the the, the music to stop, the slow camera zoom, and out comes something. Mm-hmm. No, you because because um, we're so conditioned to that. It's it, it's like a breath of fresh air. Absolutely, yeah. I was stressing so out good. the entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what what scene actually stressing me out was the conversation between. Uh, marion and norman when she's there like when when they're having dinner and like she oh. mentions yeah she mentions about like putting his mo- mother away in like a home or whatever and just the way that he snaps right right it, it, at that converse at that comment i was just like whoa bro like dude is like anthony perkins surprisingly did not get an uh an Academy Award nomination for his role here, um, which, yeah, which is the most insane thing ever. But the way he carries this film is is impeccable, like like truly impeccable. The way he slides from, you know, awkward, quirky, you know, not really all the way there guy to like full blown psychopath is is really kind of really kind of impressive. I do think. One thing that would have been cool that we don't see is anytime he's like voicing the mother, it's always off screen, uh-huh. <laughs> right? Like we never really get to see him embody his mother. That that I think would have would have probably gotten it to gotten him the uh, uh, award. But like I just think that concept of him being so psychologically broken that he feels that he's both himself and the mother uh, at once. Would have been interesting to see, especially if shown. But again, that might have taken away from the mystery of it, the thriller of it. So I get why it wasn't done, but it's still still a cool aspect. That scene where he comes out in his mother's clothing, he's like, he's like, I'm Norma Bates. I'm yeah. Norma Bates. I was like, yeah. holy Jesus. At least he didn't say he's master. Yeah. yeah I mean, like, oh, oh my yeah. gosh. I get it. It's okay. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> Tism <laughs> brain took a second. <laughs> what a terrible. <laughs> but all right, let's go ahead because we're we're getting there. So let's go ahead and break the. Seal, we're officially talking spoilers for Psycho. If you are like us and have waited 63 years and still have not seen the movie, um, check it out. We kind of already did the spoilers. Yeah. yeah. Little, yeah little just, just put, just put, yeah, just put, put what you just said. This. Yeah, just, just little, edit it little little before, before that. So, um, all right. We're officially talking spoilers to Psycho. Uh, Zach, what do you got on... <laughs> I was about to say Master Norma Bates. Uh, <laughs> 
uh the the what are your spoiling thoughts? There it is. Let's try that. What are your spoiling thoughts? Phoenix on? is stuck on what I just said. He can't yes. pass it. That was awesome. I got Phoenix stuck. That's pretty funny. Um I yeah, his acting is phenomenal. I mean, he really if you think about the other characters in the movie, this is what my one nitpick with the movie is that he carries the entire movie on his yes. back compared to the other actors. The other actors are, to me, a little bit... They're good, but they're not, like, anywhere near his level in this film. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think that's my that one nitpick about this, is, like, the other actors like, ah, okay, but he just is, like, blowing me away the entire time. Yeah, he's next level. See, for me, I think Hitchcock did that intentionally. Mm. I, I'm saying this... Like, I could be saying this out of context, but literally the film is called Psycho, and it's a film revolved around Norman Bates. And I think as I think it specifically does that and revolves like it, like Norman Bates outshines everybody because of the film's title. And it's 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 about him. I it's mean, like, yeah. it's like it's like with Joker, like right. Joaquin Phoenix outshines everybody in that film. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely uh intentional. And I just think the way, but like the way Anthony Perkins does it is astounding. Like, like it really is like top-tier level work. Like, and I mean, you don't get that role unless you can deliver top-tier level work. Like it's impossible because because the the movie is centered around that character and having that defect of of split personality disorder uh so yeah like you gotta get a star level like like actor in order to to deliver that work and yeah he's stellar like he's beyond i would i would agree even above janet lee who i i believe was a fantastic actress in her time and she does a great job like the funny thing i'll <laughs> speaking of spoilers i'll just jump right into it I had seen that uh, scream, like when when you know she realizes like someone's got a knife to her in the shower. I had always seen that 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 iconic screenshot of her screaming, and I don't know why. I always thought it was a boy. <laughs> I always thought that that was like a little boy who was screaming in, in the shower. I'd, no context of Psycho, under like absolutely no context. So I like the way that you know the, her hair is matted because she's in the shower. It just looked like it was a boy, and so like to get to the movie and realize, oh no, this is a female, and she's get she's about to get stabbed in the shower. Again, nineteen sixty context. the The reason why this movie worked so well is because other, like I said, other horror movies were like, hey. Here's a man with the insect face and he's 60 feet tall and he's coming to wreck your town, right? Like those were the, the horror movies of that era. But a guy stabbing you in the shower was so visceral and so plausible that it had an element of horror to it that was that felt very personal. So like that scene, even though 63 years have passed, and we got every meme in the world of it. When that scene happened, I was legit terrified. I was like, <laughs> I was like, whoa, like that is really kind of freaking scary. Uh -huh. It's just like, whoa, like that can happen. So like, yeah, that scene freaked me out, man. It was it was just so well done and it still holds up, which is insane. You know, what's funny is after watching this film, like, I shit you not. I shampoo my hair so much faster in the shower now. Brandon, I don't, I don't know even... if you could really speed it up, buddy. <laughs> You'd be surprised. He knocks it out in about five minutes. Nah, no, I just want to give you a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> That's because awesome. I have no hair, isn't it? <laughs> no, you do have hair, just not as much as I. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like the way, like if I had seen Jaws. When it first came out, you would never catch me at a public beach. Like, like ever. Like, ever. 
because Jaws freaked me out, bro. I'm like, no, I'm never, no. I wouldn't get in a swimming pool after seeing Jaws. So I'm like, I can only imagine like seeing Psycho, uh, you know, at the first time. I'm like, how do, like, I wouldn't shower at all with a shower curtain. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, but like, no, like, I need to see what's happening around me because that that's, With that's some too goggles much. in the shower. Right. Like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just completely freaked out about it. And I will say, I've seen some great horror movies since then, obviously. We, we've had some great stuff. I don't think we've had a scene as personal and as terrifying as, as the shower scene in Psycho. I don't think. I mean, maybe somebody could point out one, but I feel like the way that that scene is shot, the way that it's delivered, the tension of it, I just don't, I, yeah, I just don't know if we've had one as good as that. It's the slow build. Yeah. I think, I think the, that's, I, I think it's the slow build to the scene itself is what is, I think, I think the most creepiest. Um, I would love, 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 I know I'm jumping ahead a little bit. I would love, love, love to talk about the final scene. Mm-hmm. When oh. um the detective is just explaining everything going on in Norman's head. He's just sitting there and the slow pan, it's like a minute and a half, almost two minute long, long zoom in on his face. And he goes from just a, a straight face to like a really, really crooked smile at the end. And he just looks ready to kill again. I'm like, oh my God, now see, I was like, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna give my final ratings now. I was teetering on like a four or four and a half until that final shot, and I'm <laughs> like, okay, this sends it to the moon for me. It's so funny because like, um, the tail end of that shot, you see like his his face transform a little bit, and like you see like those the 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 uh, skull of his mother, uh. Yeah, so I'm with you there. <laughs> like that definitely uh raised it up just a bit. Like, and again, I grew up on um Twilight Zone and you know saying Tales from the Crypt, those those types of like serial horror story, uh kind of or science fiction stories. And it's always something really small and really uh you know chilling that that happens is really subtle that that really sends the fear spiraling through your body right Mm -hmm. and so like that final shot is one of those things where it's like who (laughs) like like you just if all the tension in your body just ratchets up all the way (laughs) all the way to the top and that that's 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 the scene that did it for me so like and it's very reminiscent of of the the shows that i grew up watching and again, like if I had seen this when it first came out, like there's no way, like this would be probably one of my favorite movies of of all time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where does this rank in as far as horror goes for you guys? Oh, I well, I don't have a ranking for horror, so, but. I mean, I'm sure it would be. I I know I don't have a ranking right now, but gotcha. um, for me, I think it would definitely be up there. It definitely. Mm, I, yeah, I, I would say it'd have to be at least top five. <laughs> like, yeah, like, and that's that's really kind of crazy, you know, considering, like, number one, <laughs> this is sixty three years old, and and like the amount of horror movies we've had since this but when i think of what came before it this really feels like the father of a lot of the horror movies that we see today so mm-hmm. even if you think about american psycho right <laughs> like yeah so like i think a lot of the movies that we see you know since like since i grew up are literally pulled from what Hitchcock created in Cycle. So to yeah. me, it, it would have to be, it would have to be top five at least and not fifth. So, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, yeah. It's up there for me, which is crazy, crazy considering everything that we've seen by now. 
I have a top five list. Okay. So coming at number one is The Shining. I mean, there's mm. no contest there for me. Mm. Number two is Get Out. I love mm. that movie. Number three is Psycho. Psycho is like easily top five for me, which is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, number four is uh, the Sixth Sense. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, John Carpenter's The Thing. Oh yes, I <laughs> actually think actually mm. really good. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think this is this is definitely up there. I I mean, off the top of my head, uh, The Fly would probably be top notch for me. Um, then probably Psycho, <laughs> like then probably Psycho. Then uh, I really, really loved uh, not the first one, but the second Hellraiser. Uh, I think that's when uh, the, those movies really got pretty good. Uh, the third, fr- uh, not Friday the 13th, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street is probably my favorite uh, Freddy Krueger film. And I, I, you know what? I might have to go with Get Out with you. Like, I think, I think just as a debut, it's one of the most excellent, excellent films I think I've ever seen. So yeah, like off the top of my head, those are the ones that definitely stand out for me. Yeah, they uh, they just did a um, they did a re-release for Get Out in theaters this past week, and just it was not playing anywhere near me, so I was super bummed about uh. it. But like the <laughs> second, the, when I have a chance to go see that in theaters, I'm taking that because oh my gosh, I can't believe I missed Get Out in theaters. But oh, um, you know, it's funny. I, I watched I watched Us opening weekend, and I I liked that so much. I'm like, you know what? Let me finally sit down and watch Get Out. I watched Get Out that same night. And I'm like. Oh my god, this is insane. This like wow. this is awesome. That's that's quite a double feature. <laughs> I know. I so, still haven't seen us. It's the only film of his I have not seen. Which one? Get out? Us. No, I've seen Get oh. Out. Of course oh. I've seen Out. But well, it's not tough to do considering he's only done three main films. Right? I know. <laughs> Definitely worth checking out though. I I, I really liked us. Uh, yeah, us was really good. Um but getting back to Psycho. <laughs> yeah, getting back to Psycho, we kind of got off in the tangent. Yeah, we kind of our top five for so um like one of the aspects of it that I think works really well is that it was shot in black and white. Yes. Uh, yeah, because like, and I think even even Hitchcock said, like, if he had did it in color, it would have been a little bit more distracting. Uh, so, and I think like it being shot in black and white and, and I mentioned earlier that it was nominated for four Oscars, uh, the cinematography was one of them. And I think it, it's the one that it won was mm-hmm. the black and white cinematography because it works so well for bringing, uh, all of these concepts together and like, and really creating that atmosphere of tension and terror it, it it works it works incredibly well and um the 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 scene that i think of is when uh her sister um i i'm blanking on her name but her sister finally discovers that the mother is dead and been dead for a while uh and we see like her you know the turn in the chair and her decomposed body that would only work in black and white <laughs> like like I I actually just pulled up a, a, like a scene of it in color because somebody like just went through and, and color graded it. It just it looks it pulls you out of the film completely. Literally, like I I think that's the scene that gets me the most because that works as a jump scare. Um, mm-hmm. is when she turns the mother around, uh, Norma Bates around and she's like just decomposed corpse, and then she and then um, Norman comes out in Norma's clothes. Mm-hmm. And that I I feel like that like I feel like that works as a jump scare because you're like, what the hell just happened? Mm. You're like, wait, whoa, wait a second, hold on, what am I looking at here? And especially because like like me personally, it's been sixty three years, right? The reveals of this movie have been out there, right? Like I knew obviously the mom was dead, that that Norman was you know, pretending to be her and all of that, but seeing it in context, right? And that took me back to 1960. And I was like, ooh, imagine if you didn't know all of this previously, like, 
that that had that has to be one of like the top ten best like horror movie twists, right? Right, mm-hmm. like of all time is is that Norman was pretending to be his mother, and like as much as I had seen, you know, parts of the movie, I will tell you what what part of the movie actually kind of made me jump was um, the death of the detective because I didn't know yeah. what happened. Like, I had no idea that that happened. I knew about the shower scene. I knew that his mom was dead. That was all I knew. So when that scene happened, I'm like, I legitimately, like, jumped because I was like, oh, like, we're, oh. <laughs> like, like that was just one scene that wasn't, you know, hadn't been paraded around the entire, this entire time. So it was the one scene that I didn't know uh, was actually going to happen in the movie. So that really worked as well. Again, so many like interesting aspects of this film, uh, especially coming so many years later and still finding, you know, unique ways to surprise me. So again, I I, I just dug it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, just I I just I love this film so much, just on a technical point standpoint, on a theatrical standpoint. It's just it's just I keep saying it's so well done. It's just this entire film, just it's just perfect. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with you guys on the black and white too. I I don't think I could picture myself watching it. it just it makes it more eerie mm. when you watch it in black and white. And like they did three sequels. <laughs> they I did? don't know if y'all knew that. Yeah, they did three sequels of Psycho. Was uh, it by uh, Alfred Hitchcock? No, <laughs> absolutely not. Um, yeah, yeah. I, this man, I don't see this man ever making a sequel in his life. Yeah, like, like he did the original and then they did three sequels, all of which uh, Anthony Perkins does appear in. <laughs> so that's that's yeah, I know. <laughs> that's it's crazy. just like when they did American Psycho 2. Oh, they did that? Yes, they did. <laughs> oh, wow. Did, yeah, I didn't so... even know they did an American Psycho 2. <laughs> I didn't watch it. I'm, yeah, I, I so, will. I will forever refuse to watch a sequel <laughs> like one of those. No way. Yeah. So they did Cycle Two in '83, which was directed by Richard Franklin. Uh, and then they did Cycle Three in '86, which Anthony Perkins himself actually directed. <laughs> and then they did Cycle Four in 1990, which uh, was done by Mick Garris. So, yeah. Uh, they kept they tried to keep this thing going, man. You know, so when you got a really hot franchise, you know how studios are. And I I need another one. I need another one. Um, I haven't checked out the sequels. Now I'm very interested to check them out. Uh I'm sure they're awful. <laughs> but I, I kind of want to see them just because of how iconic Psycho is. Um, but with all that said, let's do it, man. Final ratings. Zach, what are you giving? Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. I was teetering on a four and a half. I think after discussing it, I think I, I do want to go with a five. Yes, sir. Brandon, I already know, but what is it? <laughs> Solid five. Like, by far. It's, there's no question. All right. I'm going to go with a four star. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All the way through five stars. Uh, Psycho. 100 percent uh is not only one of the top five horror films i think it is one of the top movies like like ever so um excellent excellent i am so excited to dive more into alfred hitchcock's filmography i can't wait i'm i'm right now this is my number one (laughs) because it's the only one i've seen but (laughs) but i can't wait to tackle north by northwest Rear Window, Vertigo, all of, all of these films, just because this this guy's one of the masters, and I want to dive more into uh, into his work. So, five stars all around from all of us on Psycho. Let us know what you guys thought of this movie. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Film Code Pod, and let us know how you feel about Psycho. So, with that down, guys, let's move on to what's good. Gentlemen, 
it has been a long time. <laughs> so hopefully we got some recommendations. Brandon, kick us off. What has been good for you, sir? I finally got to sit down and watch Old Boy. Mm. Um, that movie um was recommended to me by Shadows of the Cinema Chat, Stoner in the Cinema Chat. Um, he watched it and then immediately we watched it again. It was that good, he said. So I'm like, okay, let me sit down and watch it. Oh my gosh. Like <laughs> as far as action goes and like another like psychological thriller. Oh my god, that movie was so good. Um yeah, this movie, um, you know, like how many you know, you know all these different films about like they have hallway scenes where it's one guy against like 50 other people. Yeah. This film did it first. And oh okay. my god, it was awesome. So yeah. Definitely check out Old Boy when you guys have a chance. Not 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 the remake. There's a remake with Elizabeth Olsen and uh and Josh Brolin. It's not good. Okay. <laughs> Zach, what about you? So I'm still on my anime trend. Um because nice. I've been watching a lot of that recently and catch because every time I finish one, everyone now who I know is like, Oh, well, now you have to watch this one, and now you have to watch this one, and I can't keep up with it, but I'm trying. Yeah. And it's funny, like even I've gotten on the trend <laughs> to try. It's really you. good. It's yeah. really good, and um, so one of them I'm gonna mention uh, that I liked is a Kame Ga Kill. Um, What's it? Wait, what's it called? It's called a Kame Ga Kill. It's a, oh, a yeah, a Kame, and it's Ga, not Got, G A Ga Kill. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's really good. I don't want to say too much about it because it's so good um, that I don't want to give away anything in that story. Mm. But it, it just takes so many twists and turns you would never expect from a show or a movie. And in the end, you're just like mind blown by the entire thing. So uh, if you haven't seen a comic I kill, I recommend checking it out. I think it's only... I want to say two or three seasons. It's not a very long one, but it's really good. So, yeah, check it out. That is one I believe my brother has recommended to me that we watch the first season of. I was enthralled with that one. So I I will go back and finish that one out because that was that was really good. Yeah. Um, so for me, like I said uh, earlier, I just got back from TIFF. Um, my first time ever going to toronto as an adult which was insane um their traffic is the stuff of nightmares however uh do not recommend uh, but the the festival itself was amazing so many so many great films so many that i missed actually that uh that apparently were the the hits of the festival uh which i can't wait to see but of what i saw uh the movie that i am highly recommending is the movie uh, Origin, directed by Ava DuVernay, uh, starring uh, Academy Award nominee Anjanou Ellis and Nisi Nas Betts. It is phenomenal. It is a lot of a movie. It really, like a lot of a movie. Um, it was very interesting uh, being there because because of its subject matter, I saw a lot of people walk out and I felt bad for them because as the movie continued, like it was some vital, vital storytelling that I think you missed if you if you walked out of that movie early. So um, highly recommend checking out if uh, when it comes out, hopefully this year. Um, fantastic movie. A lot of movie, but fantastic. Uh, so Origin, directed by Ava DuVernay, is my what's good for you. I hope you all get a chance to see it. So that's Origin for me, Old Boy for Brandon, and Akame Ga Kill from Zach. You cannot go wrong in that lineup. <laughs> Hope you check all of those out. And that has been what is good from us here at Film Code. And now it is that time. My mom always said life was like a box of chocolates.
sir. You have had the code word for four and a half weeks. <laughs> and here it is. <laughs> so the code word is secret. The movie came out between 2000 and 2010. The lead actress worked with Tarantino before. And the director worked with an actor who was in a Best Picture nominated movie for the 94th Academy Awards. All right. Uh, who's leading? I think I think we're both tied, right, Brandon? We're both tied. So that means I get the pleasure of going first. Yay. <laughs> you sound really excited, Phoenix. Yeah, I was hoping Brandon would go first so I'd have some more time to look. So you can piggyback? <laughs> No, man, I'm still looking. <laughs> I have a guess, but I do not believe it is correct at all. Um, <laughs> I feel like I misunderstood the direction, the 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 clues, but here we go. Okay, so my movie is from 2005. Uh, your actress who worked with Tarantino before is Dakota Fanning. She was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think she had just like a speaking role or something like that. Um, your director uh, was Steven Spielberg, whose film West Side Story was nominated at the 94th Academy Awards. And the movie that I'm going with is 2005's War of the Worlds. It is my best guess <laughs> based off of the clues. I have not seen this movie. I don't know if there's a secret involved in it. But that is my guess, and I'm sure it is wrong. So there we go. War of the Worlds <laughs> from me, Brandon. What do you got? I'm going to assume I'm wrong, too. But I think we both went with alien invasion-related films. Mm. Um, your director is Barry Sonnenfeld. Uh, film came out in 2002. Your lead actress is Rosario Dawson, who is in Death Proof, mm. uh, directed by Tarantino. And... Um, the word secret is because Men in Black is a secret organization. Mm. So I went with 2002's Men in Black 2. And you would both be incorrect. I had a oh, feeling. Okay, but I mean, I was all, I had I had a lot of good clues. Yeah. It, it, so, it added up. It just, yeah, didn't. Wasn't it? <laughs> okay. So the movie is actually called Cypher. The director is Vincent or Vinci, sorry, Vincenzo Natali. Uh, he worked on a movie called In the Tall Grass with Harrison Gilbertson, who was in Oppenheimer. Or not, no, wait, 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 wait. No, that was what? no, 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 wait, 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 wait. Uh -huh. That's not the same. Hang on. I did this. I did it. Hang on. I did this last week. <laughs> I know. Crap. I know it dang it. Hang on. Uh oh. No, uh -oh. no, 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 no. Don't give up <laughs> on me. No, don't give up on me yet. Cause I did you give us the wrong clues? No, I no, I didn't give you the wrong thing, but I didn't write down my answer, which is not good. Um, so now I'm like, who the heck? Crap. Uh-oh, we about to win by default. <laughs> <laughs> You're not about to win. Nah, give me a second. I'll figure this out. But um, anyways, let's go back to lead actress that worked with Tarantino. In the uh -huh. film, um, there is, uh, in the film Cypher, Lucy Liu, and she was in Kill Bill. Right. And then as far as the director goes, he did work with someone who was in the 94th Academy Awards. I need to find the freaking actor who I had it and I lost. Oh, it was, sorry, David Hewlett from Nightmare Alley. So, what? <laughs> yeah, he worked in a film called Cube with David Hewlett, who's from Nightmare Alley. That's who it was. My mistake. And the movie was released in 2002. And 
it's the reason it's called secret is the synopsis says an unsuspecting disenchanted man finds himself working as a spy in a dangerous high stakes world of corporate espionage. <laughs> so nope, you guys don't win by default. I screwed up. That's on me. But it still holds. Hold on. Who is this actor that was in? Oh my god. Is it David Straight? David Straightner? No, that's not what I said. It was uh it was Cube and the actor was David Hewlett. David Hewlett. Who was uh, in Nightmare Alley. Okay, so you just went way down the freaking cast list. Okay. <laughs> yeah, pretty until I found yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. But it works. Your clues were misleading, sir. Very they weren't very misleading. I, they're how are they? It's literally he worked with someone who was in an Oscar nominated. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but yeah, but but <laughs> but yeah, you went with like the nineteenth person on the cast. <laughs> like, but would you have done it if you had the chance? Phoenix doesn't do that. I don't do it. Disgraceful. <laughs> yeah, shame. Dis you guys, you guys do do that, but okay, Shame. we're gonna pretend like that's never happened on here with either of you. Shame, <laughs> nothing but shame. <laughs> I'd like proof, please. Oh, you, I, I can't. You've definitely done it before. Recount, <laughs> proof. Recount. Okay, I'm not gonna go back and try to find an episode where you've done it, but let's be real, we've all done it. <laughs> you get your two point seven. Shame. <laughs> Nothing but shame. <laughs> That's okay. You I'm just, uh, the just get ready for my comeback this season. All right. So we're going to get up out of here. Uh, Zach, since you are the shameless person of all shame, <laughs> let everybody know where they can find you, sir. You can guys, you guys can find me on X at Jack Sneed. Sorry. <laughs> Shame. <laughs> Zach Sneed. That's uh, Z-A-C-H-S-N-E-A-T-H. And you guys can find me on Letterboxd uh, at Z Sneaks. That's Z-S-N-E-A-K-S. All right. And his new uh, profile also at Shame.com. And <laughs> Brandon, where can we find you, sir? You guys can find me at F-A-N-T-A-S-M-I-C ears over on Twitter and Letterboxd or X, whatever you call it. Um, yeah, go check out what I'm watching. Um, it's been a slow month. Had a lot of stuff come up. But uh, yeah, thank you guys again for listening. And you guys can find me on Twitter at Reviews one That's the number one. And on Letterboxd under P.A. Cloudin. And as always, guys, please follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at film code pod and we will see you guys hopefully next week we are out of here a peace <laughs> Jane! sorry